Welcome to Black Kid Thoughts, only podcast designed for you in mind. Now, this topic is a very serious topic to me. Um, it's something I've been dreading on doing because I feel like it's a very touchy, controversial, um, kind of one of those do not talk about topics. Um, because I understand the severity of the topic and I know that it indeed will infect how people view me as a person, which I don't personally give a fuck because it needs to be said. Um, this topic is murderers versus rapists. And I want to talk about the contrast between the two um, and how socially one is more accepted than the other. Um, okay. So let's start off with a murderer. The definition of a murderer is someone who intentionally takes someone's life, um, whether that's by force, whether that's by um, violence, whether that's it's just the intention to take someone's life. Um, it don't matter how you do it. You just do it because it's something that you either plan um, or something you didn't plan. Um, a murder is just simply you trying to end someone's existence. A rapist is someone who intentionally um, have sex with the person against their free will. Once again, a rapist is someone who intentionally have sex with someone against their free will. Um, now, one might ask, okay, so why do you compare the two or why do you... Why are you trying to contrast the two? Well, because both of them are intentionally trying to harm someone physically, mentally, and emotionally. Some people commit attempted murders, meaning they try to kill someone and don't. So that's where it come that's where emotionally comes in the trauma or, you know. Just the thought of that person trying to end your life and you survive, that's an emotional trauma that is hard to shake off without proper training, without proper therapy and, and um, you know, getting counseling. Um, but back to the topic. Both of them are the intent to harm someone or kill them. Both of them are in social in social eyes. They're both horrible theme, horrible things to do. The most heinous things to do to a human being is to either kill them or rape them socially. Um, But then in contrast and retrospect, one is more accepted. Could you guys guess which one? Believe it or not, murdering someone is more accepted than being a rapist. Hey, shoot me if you shoot. Don't shoot the messenger. I'm just conveying what I think my opinion and that in itself to me is ludicrous. Um, taking someone's life, meaning they cannot come back to their life, meaning you ended their experience here on earth, meaning you can't even apologize for your actions. You can only ask for forgiveness. You can't even um Take back what you did to that person because they're no longer here. Um, murders are even um, 
glorified in rap songs. People say they have bodies. People say that they don't mind taking a life because they this person did them wrong or this person, um, you know, might have robbed them before or they might have did something, which I'm not justifying their actions because they shouldn't have done that. However, murder is more accepted in this social aspect than a rapist. A rapist, don't get me wrong, is a horrible act to do. I'm not negating the rapist. Raping someone is something that's the unspeakable, is something that someone cannot get back. Even being a, a molester, a child molester is something that you cannot take back. You can't unsee, you can't undo the trauma that you did to that person. Um, but let's say this, that person is still here. That person you can still ask for forgiveness for, not saying that that person will um, um, give you forgiveness, but that person is here for you to try to make it right with them. And I know people are going to look at me like you're a rapist supporter on this podcast. I don't give a fuck how I look. I'm just saying that this is how society sets things up. Um, The rapist is more likely um, to be shunned upon or judged than a murderer, someone who took someone's life. Now, in retrospect... You know, of course, people say that the murderer could have been acting in self-defense. I'm not talking about those murderers. A person can say, you can't really defend a rapist, but a person can say, you know, a person killed that person because they was going to kill him first. I'm not talking about them. Let's negate those people that's acting in self-defense. I'm speaking of the people who took a person's life that was not being threatened or harmed. Someone that just blows somebody's brains out just because. Someone that kills somebody that's harmless, like killing a child, killing an elderly person. Those kind of things. And let's talk about mass murderers. We just watched the Jeffrey Dahmer um, um, documentary on Netflix. Someone who intentionally took several lives just because he thought it was all fucking fun and games. Let's talk about that. Now... Both of these acts can be punished criminally and civilly. Um, both of these acts could lead you to jail time and prison time. Both of these acts in society are deemed can be, you know, lead, lead you to capital punishment, meaning execution, whatever. Um, however, let's switch over to the prison life. Everyone knows that a rapist is the worst thing, worst person you can be in a prison because it's shunned upon so much. You can literally get killed in prison for being a rapist. You can literally get shanked for being a rapist. However, for killing someone's child, you can live in prison. That's not too bad. Killing someone's child is not too bad. Killing someone's daughter is not too bad. Um, killing someone's grandma, oh, that's that's not too bad. This is a rapist over here. So why is that? Why do we give a pass to one and don't give forgiveness to the other? Why is one 
if you want to get biblically, is in the commandments, thou should not kill. But the other is the worst you can do. This shows the social gravity of how something, both of these crimes are horrendous. But yet, socially and morally, people could cope with one and not the other. Why is this, you might ask? Well, because murderers are more common than rapists, statistically speaking. So when something is normalized, it becomes easier to talk about, easier to accept. And this is why it's okay to be a murderer and not a rapist. Both of these exhibit trauma onto others. Of course, not the, 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 the victim of a murder. He's, they're not no longer exhibiting trauma, but the family is. That person's loved one is. That person's mother, that person's father, whoever it is, is exhibiting trauma, whether you want to believe it or accept it or not. Um, but like I said, socially, one is more accepted because it's done more. It's, it's, it's glorified more in rap songs. One is talked about easily. Oh, you know, you kill somebody. Oh, you get a body. You get a, you get a, a teardrop on, under your eye. That kind of fuck shit. But that's not okay to do to someone or someone's family. You can't apologize to that person. You can't ask that person for forgiveness. In a perfect world, I feel that everything you do, everything you do in this world as being a human should be, you should be able to ask for forgiveness. You should be able to, um, to have a second chance at life. Um, the, the problem is the moral compass. The morally one is more accepted than the other. That's something that humans made up. That's not even biblically okay because in biblically form, a sin is a sin is a fucking sin. Um, meaning everything weighs the same in, in God's eyes. Everyone should ask for forgiveness and repent in God's eyes. So socially, that's where the breakdown comes where one is more shunned upon the other. I also want to speak on pathologies, meaning things that people have learned and seen, and that's why they commit crimes. Okay, a gang member most likely have seen his peer kill someone else, and that's why he thinks it's okay. And then it just continues on. You teach your children that, and so have you. A rapist, due to research that I've done, most rapists have been been raped. So they learn the pathology from being raped and then they carry that on. That doesn't make it right. But this is a pathology that we have learned and we have been conditioned as humans to kind of carry out what we see, what we hear, what we learn, what we taught. Um, does that make it right? Absolutely not. But both of these things are horrendous. And yet one is the scum of the earth. And I've read biographies of, of murderers and rapists, and both of them, you know, are repentful of what they've done. They, they seek forgiveness. Both of them, um, they're their own worst enemy because they, they replay these things in their head. They replay these things in their mind. And as they should because they did something heinous. But what I'm saying is... That doesn't give us the right to judge these people even more. That doesn't give us the right to pinpoint one being worse than the other. That simply give us the right to pray for this person and hope that they get the help that they need, whether that's therapy, whether that's spiritually, whether that's whatever you 
whatever you say or whatever you think they need. But socially, the world is fucked up because that logic alone is ridiculous. Prison logic and outside logic is ridiculous. Um, And like I said, people don't care unless it happens to someone they know. You don't care that this person murdered someone else because it's not somebody I know. It's not my mom. It's not my sister. But does that make it right? Absolutely not. Absolutely fucking not. Not. And a lot of rape, rapist, rape stories and molestation stories come from within the family. I've seen things personally that I cannot see within my without within my family and outside my family that you know not the best thing, not the best thing, and that's not for me to speak on because everyone has their own story. You know, people, when they get ready to tell that story, I believe that's for them to tell. That's not for me to tell. But just know pathologies is real, guys. It's real. It runs within the family, within the bloodline. It's up to us to break it. But sometimes we don't have the tools to break it. We don't have the mindset to break it. We we don't get the counseling as black people to break it. And, you know, it's it's horrible to the victims that they have to suffer because we don't have the tools or because we don't have the... You know, I've never did any of neither one of those things to anyone, murdered them or raped anyone. However, just the thought of someone being a victim of that is horrible. Someone being a victim of being murdered, someone being a victim of being raped, they have to live with this the rest of their lives. Um, But the power of forgiveness is, is incredible. I hope the victims get the forgiveness they need from within first and then out. And I hope that the person that committed the crimes forgive themselves as well and forgive the victim. I hope the victim gives them forgiveness because forgiveness is going to free yourself, free that burden on you to be able to live your life on. I know that this has happened to you. I know that this is horrendous. I know that this is hurtful, but you must live on. You must keep kicking. You must try to pick your life up where it started and keep going. And I hope God gives you that that forgiveness and that that tool to help you keep flying because you you deserve a better life. You deserve to keep going. You deserve to know that your life doesn't stop there. And that's all I have to say on that. Um, The power of forgiveness, guys, the power of educating ourselves into knowing what's right and what's wrong. The power of doing better and breaking pathologies within our family um, dynamic. The power of forgiving ourselves first and then forgiving others. Forgiving yourself is the most important because a lot of times we forgive others and forget ourselves. And that's that's where the stem of the root of the anger of the sadness comes from. It's from within out. It's not from out in. So internal forgiveness and then external, kind of like a a, a flower, how it takes in the the, um, oxygen. I mean, the carbon dioxide and breathes out oxygen. That's the same thing we have to do. We have to take in, sit in that hurt, that pain, that 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 anger, and then forgive and forget and move on with our lives. You don't want those chains on you until you die, because we are going to die. It's, it's no telling when we're going to die, but it's going to happen. So we have to try to move on with our lives. And I just want you guys to sit in what I just said. Socially, let's change the way we think. Let's compare and contrast how one thing is accepted more than the other when they are both, in fact, heinous crimes, when they're both, in fact, hurtful and they both 
hurt others that's affected by the crime itself. All right. This is the Black Kid Thoughts Podcast. Thank you for tuning in.